Hello and good evening, folks. This is Joe Moffat, and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you guys so much for coming back again. Um, this is going to be the recording for track three of the uh, eight tracks that we're going to be putting out for our mixtape, which will be Air of My Ways mixtape that we'll be dropping in November. I will have a date closer to the end of this month. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to put that out when we get down to the final track. Um, the reason why I've cut it down from, I think I said I was going to do 12, I think I'm only going to do 8, because I don't want to give all my shit away for free, I love you guys, and I'm trying not to really make any money on this album, I just want to get my name out with a comedy album, I think it'd be cool to make a mixtape, and just, you know, vent to you guys, and tell you some of my, you know, future works is going to be coming out, and then of course, all building up to next summer's huge album which will be millennial nigga that is going to be the one that is going to shake the very fucking foundation of the world as you know it yes i am about to come out with some shit that is going to be so fucking outlandish that you motherfuckers won't believe <laughs> that somebody on this planet in this country is that fucked up but that's what we're going for, folks. And y'all going to get that only from me, yours truly, Mr. Joe Moffat. I love you guys. Shout out to everybody. Here comes the list. And Lord knows I made a list. Sarah's California. Seandro, California. Los Angeles. Beaumont, Texas. Houston, Texas. Uh, shit. Dallas, Texas. Denison, Texas. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma City. Tulsa. Fucked up already today. I know it's three o'clock. Y'all can kiss my ass. In it, Oklahoma. Uh, Sapopo, Oklahoma. We got folks out in Wichita, Kansas. We had people out in Arkansas. We had people in Denver. We had people in um, New Mexico. I had people listening from all the way from Lithuania. I had people listening in London, England, Russia, Paris, France, everywhere. Even those that I miss and those that I can't see on my stat tracker. And by the way, you motherfuckers that think that I don't know, I know who listening. I know who got my back. And to you, I say thank you from the humbleness of my heart. You guys really have been a blessing for me. And it's quite motivating to see. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not hitting a hundred thousands of numbers. I'm not even hitting a hundred or even a thousand for that matter of numbers. Um... But I thank you for anybody that has taken the opportunity to listen to me and, and to listen to what I've had to say and to hear my voice. Um, I've had a lot of people make great comments to me about who I am and, and to tell me that I have said something to brighten their day. I appreciate that. You guys, that is my motivation. I don't make a dime from this yet. <laughs> that's coming this is for financial gain i want everybody to know this i know they all talk about people going to entertainment for the arts of their fuck you if you're going into art entertainment for art then go do art if you're gonna do entertainment you better be doing it for money okay i'm introducing i'm i am doing all of this because i am a whore and i need money if I, was, if I wasn't fat, I'd be a prostitute, okay? But since I'm fat, you either got to be prostitution or being jolly. I'm just going to go with jolly. I think that'll work better for me. You know what I'm saying? 
And so jolly it is. Shit. <laughs> but trust me, I am doing this for money. I am a money whore. So don't get it twisted as long as y'all. And I'm telling you this from the beginning. I don't want y'all to be shocked later on down the road. Joe used to do this thing for the love of company. No, I wasn't, bitch. I was doing it for money. Don't ever get that bullshit mixed up. Like I said, I'm a hoe. I need money. That's it. Okay? And I ain't going to get it for free. I want to make it off you motherfuckers. I want you to give me money. Okay? Just for shits and giggles. Because I got plenty of shit and a whole lot of reason to make you giggle. So sit back, relax. Here comes track three of the highly anticipated Air of My Ways mixtape from yours truly, Joe Moffat. Um, today's track is, is kind of going to be a really big spinoff for some notes. Um, from my younger days and you know being black in America is hard you know and and anybody know that being a black male in America is even harder it's not not easy at all and so when when you have life already making things hard then you got just in general being yourself you know it's shit it's hard being a black man in America you know, and sometimes we make it hard on ourselves and people don't like when I say that, but it's true. You know, shit. When I was younger, I had niggas walk up on me and be mad at me because I didn't want to be in their game. You know, you know how fucked up it is to get your ass kicked for doing the right thing. And then they still kick your ass to put you in the game. And then <laughs> these niggas kicked, these niggas got mad because they asked me. They were like, say, man, you going to be in our gang with us or what? You know, me being me. Um, I've actually discussed this uh, with my legal team. And after careful consideration, we're going to go ahead and go in another direction um, with my life. Um, basically, getting killed out here with you niggas is not really feasible for me. And... Um, but we thank you for the offer. I mean, it sounds great. You know, I really think that it's going to be something beneficial for you um, when uh, I guess you die from doing this dumb shit. But, you know, <laughs> when you answer niggas like that, they're going to want to whoop your ass. These niggas, they not only whoop my ass, but then they also say, well, no, we didn't whoop your ass. You in the game. <laughs> what you mean? Mm-mm. Just what I said, nigga. Mm-mm. He said, look, man, you in the game, this is where the meeting at, and you got to bring the drinks. <laughs> okay, so they, they had a big gang meeting, and everybody there, I guess some nigga bought peanut butter. They were looking for my ass to have the drinks. I wasn't there. <laughs> Told it I ain't never showed up to one fucking gang meeting, ever. Not one planning strategy, not one brainstorming session. I didn't show up to a motherfucking, like, you know, when we did community service, which was never. I didn't go. I didn't care. Niggas was in a gang. Y'all ain't shit to me. What the hell do I want? Really? You know, they come calling my ass one day. I'm listening to one of these niggas literally get stomped out on the motherfucking phone. This nigga taking the time to call me. Joe, we need your help. Be like, hey, I'll be there next week. And hung the fucking phone up. I ain't no motherfucking gangster. What's wrong with you? And what was fucked up, we was in the suburbs. We wasn't even in the real ghetto where, like, niggas was actually struggling to get their money and, and, and living to survive. These motherfuckers wanted to be in the game because they didn't want to go to the after-school activities that was offered at the motherfucking white school we got shipped to every week. 
We was in the suburbs. We weren't even in the ghetto. Okay? You know, when you were in the, in the ghetto, you hear names like, you know, Rockland Heights, South Park, Third Ward. These motherfuckers were so goddamn bad, they didn't waste time to give you motherfuckers actual names of your shit. You had First Ward, Second Ward, Third Ward. You never heard nothing from First and Second. I think them niggas was combined. But then you had Third, Fourth, and Fifth Ward, which, of course, Fifth Ward, anybody know in Houston, that's like the fucking Psycho Ward. I would never go to fuck over there unless it was to the strip club called Bessie's. Anybody know me? No. I'm an H-Town nigga. Fuck y'all niggas, you damn right. I was in Bessie's a minute, many a motherfucking night when it be raining outside and raining inside this motherfucker. <laughs> Shit. It started raining outside. These bitches improvised. They started doing a damn scene for flash dance out there next to the damn pole just to keep their damn tips coming. Hell. I'd put their shit in a little Ziploc bag so it wouldn't get wet. Drive right down the stage. There you go, baby. You did that one quite nice. Shit. Hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, I never was really no one for no gang. And then these niggas weren't even, like I said, real gang members because I lived in I lived in the actual projects. You understand what I'm saying? They weren't in Houston. They was in a little town called Bryan, Texas. Anybody know anything about Bryan, Texas? Bryan, Texas connected to College State, Texas. College State, Texas, where Texas A&M University is. Uh, well, their motto is real simple. If you can't get laid at this school, you ain't shit. Every time they score a touchdown, your ass can score. In the stands, if you got a bitch down next to you. It's all about timing, folks. That's all it was. If you had perfect timing and you had the right size number of bitches next to you, yeah, you can get you some, get you feel on. Shit. Every time they score a damn touchdown. Shit. So that's, you know, and that's that's how they, you know, ran shit. But in Brian, Brian was night and day to College Station. College Station was, you know, that's what the white folks was. College Station. Niggas. They was in Bryan. You had some white folks that was on the outskirts, like right on that thin line of College Station and Bryan, and that's where they stayed too. Because anything past the, the, anything to the north of Villa Maria, that was niggas. 100%. Every way through. Nothing else. And you saw some trailer parks sprinkling in there, but them were like the insignificant white people. You know? And for black people that don't know it, white people just get it as hard as we do, if maybe not even harder. Okay? So maybe we all need to cut each other a break. And, and you know, because when you all broke, when you broke, they broke. And if y'all on that side of town, all you motherfuckers broke. Why don't we try to maybe come together one of these days instead of keeping the bullshit going up? That's my two cents. I'm going to leave it alone. Fuck y'all. Go do whatever the fuck you want. Go eat a dick and die. Now, so, <laughs> so I'm sitting here. In Bryan, okay, and in Bryan, the, the games was real simple, okay, there was only three of them, this motherfucker wasn't that big, if you got into four and five, it wasn't enough neighborhoods, niggas was going to be rationing that shit off, okay, and none of the Mexicans would go to the trailer parks, so, because, you know, that's where the white folks was at, the white folks never was in gangs, that was just white folks, you never saw the white folks in a particular gang, if it was, unless it was like a motorcycle gang or some shit, because they didn't have to be. These motherfuckers was white folks. You fuck with one, you fuck with them all. It's a good chance half of all of them in that damn trailer park was related any fucking way. I think they got shipped in from Arkansas. I don't know. <laughs> uh, by the way, shout out to Arkansas, you incestuous bastards. Anywho, so the gangs were split up mainly. The two main gangs, you know, Bloods, Crips. Everybody know who Bloods and Crips are. No big deal. Lil Wayne's blood. 
Snoop Dogg's a crip. You're welcome. So, they were separated by one stretch of highway that shot all the way from the outskirts of College Station to the outskirts of Bryan. That was the main road, Texas Avenue. That's how you got the NM. That's how you got to every fucking thing. It was like being on a subway in your car because it would take you straight to every other motherfucking point in town. That's all you had. Most little towns are made like that. That main thoroughfare and just bust your ass through everywhere. That's that's what you had in Bryan. Wasn't nobody, no fucking difference. Okay? You know? The only thing you couldn't find on Texas Avenue was prostitutes. Real simple. You want to know why? I was right next to Texas A&M. It was too much free pussy up the street. Hell, what the fuck are you going to buy some pussy from this raggedy bitch from? You can go fuck a, a Aggie alumnus that's standing out there with her ass open and smile wide. That's where it is at A&M. Like I said, you can't get no pussy at A&M. You can't get no pussy nowhere. You might just give it up and forget it. Gays, too. You can't get none of that either. You suck. You can't get laid at Texas A&M. You suck. Period. I don't fuck who you are. Exclamation point. Fuck you. You ain't shit. <laughs> Remember it, <laughs> motherfucker. Hell. So when you got the two gangs, and they right across the street from each other, and it was so fucked up because I don't know if this helped the niggas decide of how the games was going to go, but there was a middle school. There was, well, mind you, there was only one high school. It was a blue high school, so the red kids hated it. You know, the, the bloods, you know, they go to school depressed every fucking morning. You know what I'm saying? Except on game day when all them motherfuckers standing up there wearing gray because it was game day. You didn't want to stand up there looking like a damn strawberry thumb on a, a fucking wall, you know? And all these niggas were coming there wearing blue because that was the color of school. Niggas will come together when they come to their football teams. Nothing else will bring them together except their football teams. Especially in high school, in them little small-ass Texas towns. Oh, God. You be sitting there listening to these motherfuckers talk about reading off stats like they've been watching this shit from the fourth quarter at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Where they do the little game recap and shit. These motherfuckers got this shit. Well, the quarterback down there got 10 for 12 yards, 175 yards passing, three touchdowns. Motherfucker, for real? What the fuck? They put this shit up on the scoreboard. I missed that. I want to see the stats too. Hell no, this nigga sitting there with a notepad keeping track of every yard that this motherfucker then caught and threw for in the tallies and shit. Y'all doing too goddamn much. Hell. That game broadcasters and shit, but they didn't give a fuck. It was a high school game. Ain't making no fucking money in no way unless it's the playoffs. Shit. That's when you get overtime. Hell. Everybody love overtime. Shit. That's when you get paid. What the fuck? So when you be at the games, now, I told you, they had that strip that outskirted College Station. That's where Brian High was. Now, on the east side and the west side, though, they had middle schools. And the middle schools, only one, two middle schools in Brian that took care of all of the children from grades six through eight. And the middle school, the one on the west side, I shit you not, it, they were the Red Raiders. Yeah. No, take it back. Oh, no, no, no. They were the Jane. Oh, wait, no. They were something. I don't know what the fuck they were. But then the school across the way, they were on the east side. It was blue. They were the Raiders, I think. Oh, my fucking mascots from middle school. Shit, I didn't play football. Hell, if you couldn't tell. I'm fat, I'm black, and I'm beautiful. I don't have to fucking play football. What the hell? I don't have to really do sports to get laid. Come on, nigga. I got jokes. 
Shit. <laughs> I ain't got to do no goddamn killing myself with you bullshit niggas to get no pussy, really. Because that's the only reason why kids play sports is to eventually try to get laid. That's it. Everybody, every cheerleader wants to fuck a jock. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wasn't a jock. However, <laughs> they were still on my jock. So it was still all fucking good. Hey, have fun. So you got the blue school, you got the red school, then you got the big blue school. And like I said, the big blue school, which is the high school, it was right there with the white folks' neighborhood and the mouse skirts. Them niggas knew. Them niggas knew. Now, if we knew not to go to the trailer park and fuck up, you sure know not to go to the white folks' neighborhood and fuck up. Them niggas will show up at that motherfucking game, be like, ah, yes, uh, how's, how's y'all doing? Shit, as soon as they cross that strip of motherfucking uh, in South Van Buren, uh, uh, Villa Maria, and you cross Villa Maria and you get into the goddamn south side of town, shit, mm-mm. That was cracker-controlled areas. Your ass wasn't getting away with shit. Them niggas will try, you didn't get far. Unless you got a white boy with you, and then that way they're covered up with your black ass as well, because they don't want the shit to come back, you know? Niggas started getting hip and having white boys with them, so then that way when they get in the shit, the white boy's parents will take care of everybody's shit so that don't nobody know what the white boy did. Interesting, ain't it? That's how diversity works in, in the country. <laughs> shit. That, that's, how you, that's how I got most of my diverse friends was just from the fact that I kept a white boy around since the shit popped off his parents to come get us. He's ain't shit. Anytime I had to deal with niggas, I had to fucking deal with probation and all this other bullshit, and nigga had to go to scare straight, and, you know, see my fucking cousin down there, and he trying to, nigga, you don't want to go to jail. It's scary. Like, really? <laughs> no shit? <laughs> Not able to piss in a room by myself? Yeah, that is quite frightening. You know, I get gunshot wiping my ass. I make my wife leave the room. Want to know why? Because I'm allowed to pull up some shit that's going to make it hard to smile in the future. You get where I get that from? Yeah, right, right, right. Shout out to Scarface. Love you, nigga. Hell, hope you get out of jail. Man, they put face in jail. I was like, damn, nigga. They put Scarface in jail. I was like, holy shit, nigga. Everybody going to jail right now. Fuck that. Shit. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Keep my shit out of the shit because that's what I do. Now, so... Like I said, you got your bloods, you got your crips, you got your crazy-ass white folks. But I, like I said, I never was one to really do the big game thing, you know? And then I had friends that would tell me, no, nah, man, you don't need to be in no fucking game, you know? You, you better than that, dog. You, we, you know, you see, you could tell real niggas from bitch niggas any day of the week back in them days. It was, it's hard to do that shit nowadays because everybody trying to pull that bitch move, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like the Republican Party. You know, everybody trying to put themselves in that big bolstering position when we all know y'all ain't shit. You understand what I'm saying? Unless you got another nigga with you. We always know that. We know this. Especially with politicians. Guess what, folks? Niggas, no different. You're welcome. And so, and, but for the life of me, you know, I, I, I guess, I mean, and plus, now, it never was just the gangs. Oh, no, 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 no. The gangs wasn't just enough. They wasn't enough. Really? Seriously, nigga? The gangs were never enough, because guess what? 
when you didn't have a game trying to groot your ass, who else did you have when you got into high school from the 10th grade up? You constantly getting mails and phone calls from this nigga that's come standing randomly in his own table by the kitchen and shit. He see your black ass, he come giving you the wink and the gun. Like him, like you and him really got a fucking friendship. You know the fuck I'm talking about. That goddamn army recruiter. Look, I ain't got no problem with nobody going to the military. But I just got through fighting off three niggas that's been trying to get me in their gang to get myself killed. I don't see the, for no fucking reason. Why the fuck am I going to go in the military to get myself killed for no fucking reason? And they say to defend my country. I said, I'll tell you what. When them motherfuckers come over here and step foot on my country, it's going motherfucking me down. Until then, I'm going to smoke by myself, drink by myself, fuck by myself because I was born by my god damn self that fucking song has had meaning with me for years on end i ain't never needed another nigga for a motherfucking thing do you hear me nothing shit these motherfuckers want to go hand in hand in jail and shit like these motherfuckers knew went to jail and already knew which one gonna be the bitch that ain't me cuz i ain't never needed another nigga for shit you hear me and i'm gonna keep it that motherfucking way you know, I ain't never been one of them. I had friends who used to do that nasty ass shit back in the day when I was at fucking job call. I tell you, I throw this one in there. I was at fucking job call. We sitting here chilling at the park as we did. We got drunk all the time. And this was no fucking different <laughs> a day other than one that was like a Wednesday to a Thursday. <laughs> and then there was a bitch sitting at the park. She was sitting there getting drunk and she offered me and the two niggas I was with some pussy. Now, I'm thinking to myself, well, thank you, but um, unless these niggas plan on flipping a coin and just giving the pussy to me, I'm going to be out. I'm just not going to be that guy. But out of shits and giggles, I still went over to the broad's house just to see how the process would start. And sure enough, the process started <laughs> like so, where basically there was two niggas, one condom, and them trying to figure it out. <laughs> This bitch then already went into the room and stripped, got naked, put a toy up her ass. She just waiting to get fucked. You know, these niggas out here trying to draw straws to figure out which nigga gonna get the condom and which one ain't. Then these motherfuckers get the bright idea to flip the condom inside out. I say this every time I think of it and I will say it outside again. You nasty motherfucker. Fucker you. That is gross. Flipping a condom over in a bitch. You sick fuck. That ain't cute. The hell wrong with you niggas? Flipping a fucking condom. If I flip your ass off a fucking bridge, you nasty motherfucker. Flipping a condom over. My word. And them niggas did that shit too. I sat outside and smoked a cigarette. Waiting for this fiasco to happen. And for some reason or other, every time I saw them motherfuckers all the way up to graduation, them two niggas felt like they had gotten a little too close with each other. And if I got to feel that way to get some pussy, if I'm going to get some pussy, I'm going to get it by smoke by myself, drink by myself, and fuck these hoes by my goddamn self. Because that's how I do. And there you have it, folks. That's track three. We got five more coming. I'm going to have to cut this one down a little bit more. I know I kind of rambled on a little bit. 
But I will make it hot. It will be on that fire, and it will be the hot shit that y'all know and love and know how I do. This is Joe Moffat, host of the Joe Moffat Show. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate the love. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We about to dip out because I got to go to the store. Like I said, I ain't working, so I got honeydews and shit. Lord have mercy. If honey don't do some things to my dick, we're going to have a problem with this shit. But I holler at y'all on the flip side. Peace and love. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. Track four. See you on Thursday.